I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, today I am so excited to be meeting on Zoom with my longtime friend, Kathy Mitchell. I've known Kathy since she was a young teenager, and we're going to tell you our whole story, but she and her husband, Jeremy, live in Nashville, and they have three precious little girls, ages nine, seven, and four. Welcome, Miss Kathy. Hi, Carol. It's so good to be with you always. Thank you, honey. It's good to be with you, too. Well, let's tell our listeners a little bit about how we met and why we've known each other so long. So when did we first meet? Yes. So I think I was about 12 years old. So um, we had been homeschooling. I actually started uh, at, in public school and then we started homeschooling about fourth grade. And we were just doing, you know, your traditional kind of textbooks and, you know, trying to do the best we could. And my mom just was kind of bouncing around, trying to figure out what what is going to work and everything. And so I remember the day that she came home and she was like, she had gone to your seminar and she was like, okay, this is it. Like we have, we have found it. <laughs> and um, it really from that point changed how we homeschooled and really, I feel like changed our lives um, in so many ways. And um, we just started, of course, reading a ton of books. And I know that she, every year she would um, sit with you and, and you know, consult. you kind of go consult. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. say, okay, this is what, you know, little Kathy needs and <laughs> Susan right. and, and everything. And, um, and she would send you, I think just money and say, send us books, you know? Yeah. Um, and so yeah. I just remember like books just arriving in boxes, <laughs> lots of books. And um, so really from that point, but I, it's so, you know, we listened to you, even as kids, we even listened to you. Um, we would go to your seminars and we, I think, you know, back then we had like the cassette tapes and stuff and, yeah. and we would listen to you and, and that really inspired us mm. and put it on our hearts and put it in our minds, yes. you know, what the philosophy was and the conviction and and everything so wow so yeah so your family lived on a pig farm in Iowa yes and, um, <laughs> I went to visit you when you guys were teenagers and um although outside it was kind of you know a lot of mud and but inside your mom had created such a place of beauty and, um, and when your parents, um, now I don't do this anymore, so don't anyone think I'm going to do this for them. But back in that day, many, many years ago, um, your mom and dad sent me a large check and said, would you build us a library? And yeah. I just did kind of the, well, if you're going to live on a desert island, these are the books you must own. Yeah. And um, so I ordered the books from all over the country and had them all sent to you. And um, one of my sweet memories is when we'll fast forward and then we're going to go back. Um, when you graduated from high school, um, I don't know if it was you. I think I think it was. I think you. it was. Go ahead and say what happened when you graduated. Um, but I think we I think we asked you to sign my diploma. Yeah. And, um, and it's so sweet. Cause I know I still have it. And I also have a book that you gave me and you had signed the inside of it. And it's such a sweet book. It's on design, which is oh, so like prophetic and amazing, you know? So it was just really like, so you had such a powerful impact on us that 
it was like, well, we have to have Carol sign our diploma, you know, because you really were. And even now I'll say like, oh, well, our, our friend Carol's side, she designed our curriculum, you know, like that's still part of my story. I always tell people that. And so it's such a beautiful legacy. Oh, thank you. And of course your parents signed the diploma first, but I was the third signature. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They were on there too. (laughs) They had full ownership. I was just kind of the cheerleader on the side for your parents. Um, So tell us, about the impact that books had on your life and your character and your academic development and your spiritual development. Big question, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, man, I mean, when you read, it opens your world, you know, you start, you start empathizing and and living through these people. And I just feel like that really develops your heart your mind, your soul, you know, and so that's why it's so important for, to read good books, you know, and you, we really don't have that much time. So why, why spend so much time on books that don't really matter? And so that has been something, even with my own girls, you know, going through and just checking off, you know, okay, now it's time to read Anne of Green Gables, or now it's like, you know, all of these books that spoke to my heart and my life, um, and, and they continue on you know, it's, it's a treasure that discontinues. And, and a lot of the books, um, that you had sent us, um, we, they're all, I think I told you this, but we have embossed, there's a little embosser and they're marked. And so each one, um, when we, because my sister's also homeschooled, so we'll send them around and, you know, my mom's like, you can have this one. And we have, (laughs) and so those are all really special. Those are marked special books from our library that um, we had, that you built. And then, you know, as we continue to grow it. Um, so that's a really cool legacy. And I think if, if parents really understand, this is a generational thing. This is the, you know, are we convicted? I loved what you talked about um, in your newest workshop about, are we convicted or is this just a preference? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, we did a webinar called Re- returning to our roots of greatness and you were one of our panel uh panel discussion folks and we talked about that very thing like you know would you go to jail over this or is this you know homeschool thing just well it's cheaper than a private school and it's we stay in our pajamas till noon so it's easy and it's this or that instead of like no this is something god has called me to yes and um my parents definitely i mean we were kind of some of the earlier homeschoolers. And so I remember, you know, the truant officer, like what happens if he shows up, (laughs) all those things, like scary, some of the scary stuff. And so um, anyways, I know that's a whole nother topic or whatever. Yeah, but it's really interesting. What were some books that really impacted your life? Not to put you on the spot. It's always hard to pull those up on the fly, but yes. Um, Wow. Well, I probably my two top favorites. I love Pride and Prejudice so much um and I think I just have such good memories of reading that with my sisters you know we would sit around and read it and we would you know laugh quote yeah laugh and quote it to each other and we still do and um and even my oldest uh she you know like was like oh Mr. Collins you know (laughs) um so I really love anything that has like a really good sense of humor yeah um 
So I think that, and I love, of course, I love Anna Green Gables. Yeah. You know, just think that's such a classic, you know, book. Yeah. Um, and and right boys, now, and for boys and girls, it's yes, it's one absolutely. girl book that boys will totally enjoy and love. And Mark Twain said it was like the, she was the greatest thing that ever happened. Like Anne was a person that impacts your life. She just does. Yes, she does. She does. So anything else come to mind? Um, well, right now, so we're reading out loud um, at the back of the North Wind, oh. which I have not read for forever, but, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, it's time we need to read this. So we're, oh, we're reading tell that us right more. now. Tell us more. <laughs> I just did um, sharing with a teenager and I said, um, have you read back of the North Wind? And they're like, no. And I'm like, no, this is a must. So tell us yeah. why and tell us who's the author, first of all. George McDonald. Yes. And um, so it's, it's so fun to read. And in fact, I feel like I'm not an expert on <laughs> telling yes. you the okay. whole story of this one, because it's been a while since I've read it. Yes. Um, and we're really just getting started. But that one, um, and of course, Little House on the Prairie has always been a, a treasure. And even though that's kind of an easy read, you know, I feel like that um, having grown up on a farm, yeah, that was always one that really spoke to me. You know, Laura Ingalls. I never thought about that. And yeah. the thing about the books, Kathy, is they get harder to read as Laura and Mary get older. So yes. sometimes people read Little House in the Big Woods and they're like, yawn. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Stay with this. And if you have boys, read Farmer Boy first. Yes, which I love Farmer Boy so much. Yeah. Um, huge. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's, so I did grow because we did grow up on a farm. I, some of those books like, um, are just really like Caddy Woodlawn, you know, just, I love kind of all of those sweet books. And so, especially because I have three girls and yes. I want them to have those memories. I feel like, you know, we're kind of, um, that's part of my heritage because we don't live on a farm anymore, but I want them to remember Absolutely. You know, that that's where they came from. So, Are you familiar with my literature-based approach to education, but still unsure of what it looks like for your family? For over 30 years, I've helped families custom fit their children's education to their specific needs. The beauty of education done this way is that it fits like a tailored suit. If you find yourself making do or wondering how to best help your child, or you simply have questions, I'm available to you. Consider booking an appointment today. You can visit my website, caroljoyside.com forward slash consulting to learn more. Fill out the book now form and my assistant will be in touch to schedule a time that works for you. Don't lose sleep over unanswered questions. Let's work together to make homeschool simple. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. What, if you were talking to families that are just kind of exploring a literature-based approach to education, what would you say to them? I mean, this seems so granola, so, you know. <laughs> happy clappy like are our kids going to be able to get a job are they going to get to go to college with this yes you know casual way of living yes so um definitely definitely they can go to college um and because you know when we were homeschooling and doing your method um 
we kind of didn't know, you know, like, because it was early enough that it was like Mm -hmm. the Colfaxes, which, you know, they were genius, genius (laughs) on a whole nother level. And so it was like, okay. And, you know, we had a lot of people in our community too, who were pretty anti-homeschooling. So, you know, they were like, well, you're never going to go to college, you know? So you have some stuff like that in the back of your mind. You're like, is this going to work? Yeah. And I feel like the Lord just really brought us. I feel like my parents just kind of opened their hands and said, Lord, we're doing this. We need you to bless it. And so, um, so just, but even on a practical note, like, I feel like you're never going to go wrong being a reader. Like you'll, you will be better at math. Mm-hmm. You will be better at science, you know? And I think also the, um, just, I think pouring people just pouring into education where it's like, I got to get as much information into my kid's head as possible. It's not, you have to remember, you have to step back and go, okay, let's think about the end game here. Like who are the employees that you work with that you like, (laughs) you know, are they kind? Are they, do they show up on time? Do they, um, you know, all of those, it's not, it's a three-legged stool. It is work, study, service. And I really feel like that, that makes you um, a sturdy, have a foundation and you're sturdy. You're not going to fall over because you're just on this little mono or, you know, stool or whatever. Um, And so, so practically though, I think, um, you know, I always thought, well, am I doing enough? You know, it's it's so funny as a student, I was so worried about like, I, I don't know if I'm reading enough. What if I, you know, don't fail or, you know, what if I'm failing or whatever. And so looking back though, now that I've had I've graduated and, you know, college and career and now homeschooling again, I just don't have those fears at all. Like I am so not worried about my kids being successful. I know that they will be, you know, from reading. And I think you're really pouring in inspiration. Like you're, you want them to catch the vision of like how to be inspired because that's your whole life. You, you might be 50 and you kind of hit a dry spot. You're like, I got to pull myself up by my bootstraps here, you know, like it's, it's a life thing. So I really think that that is the value of learning it at home Mm. early. Now tell our listeners, excuse me, about kind of the trajectory of your life. So you graduated from high school and Mm -hmm. then what? Um, So I was super fortunate. Um, I ended up getting a full ride to Pepperdine university. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to Pepperdine and majored in advertising And so, um, and I, while I was there, I was super lucky and got an internship. You were blessed. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I got uh, an internship on the Nissan account in LA at Shiat Day at a really big advertising agency. Yes. And it was like this, just so exciting. It was like this whole amazing design world kind of opened up for me. Um, And so I was doing that and I was also um, teaching English using the Bible and I had gone to Japan and Germany and Belgium. I had done a bunch of um, mission trips, which are really fun. Yeah. And, um, and so I ended up after school, then 9-11 happened. So that was kind of a tricky scenario, (laughs) Um, having newly graduated. And so I ended up going to work for the ministry, the nonprofit ministry um, that taught English using the Bible. So I went to Germany that year, had fun, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I want to go back to school. So 
I had a little bit of a detour and I was going to go get my master's in art history. I got a full ride to Syracuse. Yes. I remember Syracuse yes. University full ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for grad. And then, and then I ended up not going. <laughs> I remember you were like, no, yes. I don't feel peace about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to visit and I felt like the Lord said, you can go, but it's going to be really hard. It's a very, so yes, it's, it's very, very hard. hard yeah. It, it, spiritually, it would be a very yes, spiritually hard place. Yes. And so I decided to stay in Nashville and, um, and I got a design job and started working in advertising and, um, and I met my husband about this time. So, um, so he was newly graduated also. And, um, and so then I uh, worked on the Bridgestone Firestone account. Mm -hmm. And by the time I left, I was the lead art director on that account. And we did all the national consumer ads and and everything. So, and then you got married and we'll talk mm-hmm. about your company in a minute, your family company, but tell our listeners about some of the freelance work you've been doing over the years as a homeschool mom. Yes. So, um, after it's so funny, so I had just gotten promoted <laughs> yeah. and then, got uh, we, yes. <laughs> right? um, so we've been married, we've been married probably four or five years um, by that point. And I knew as soon as we were going to have a baby that, you know, that I just had that conviction of like, even though I know I could send her to daycare, I just knew that that wasn't what I needed to do. And so I quit and it was really amazing. It was really hard to quit. Um, but I knew it was the right decision. I had no regrets for that. Um, and the Lord just brought out of nowhere. I, uh, a publishing, I had a bunch of freelance, but really the big thing that has, has, I love and has stuck with me. And it's so funny because it's really what some of the stuff, which I have actually, we can go back and talk about maybe, but some of the stuff I was doing in high school, homeschooling, you know, doing some of the design work. So anyways, I ended up working in publishing and designing books and, and it's been almost, it's been nine years and I love designing books. I love designing book covers and it has been such a blessing. I've been able to do it while having kids. It's a really good workflow with kids. Yes. Um, and, and so it's listeners, the, the book you just did for Joanna Gaines. Tell us. About yes, that. I did her. Um, I did the hand lettering on her cover for um, her first children's book. And, um, and then I, some of the other ones I did, I just did the dude perfect book. I did, it was over 256 pages. Oh my word. (laughs) I did all the interior. It was over 5,000 illustrations and links. And it was, it was, that was probably most intense project I've ever done, but it was wonderful. (laughs) And it's called dude perfect. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Yes. So they have, um, the top YouTube, I think it's the top YouTube channel, like subscriptions. It's like billions of views on. So the fact that they chose, they were like, Hey, would you like to work on this project? I was like, yes, I would. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can fit it in. I suppose. Yeah. Right. Um, so I had done the concept book for them. They had contacted me. So I did the concept book and then um, you know, time goes by cause then they are working on all the stuff and I'm homeschooling and doing my thing. And, and then, you know, some other books came in between there and then they came back and they said, 
hey, you know, would you like to do the sample book? And I was like, yes, I would. And then they came back again and said, okay, we need you to do the final mechanical of all the 256 uh-huh. pages. So it's been really super exciting. That's coming uh-huh. out soon. It's actually not out yet, but it, it's coming out okay. soon. And then Kathy, tell us before we close about the business that Jeremy, the Lord just brought to your family through his love yeah. sports and yes. baseball. Yes. So my husband is amazing. He was not homeschooled, um, but he's really doing all the things like I was doing in high school. You know, I was designing like books for my church and stuff like that. And um, so he loved baseball and he loves starting businesses and he's always kind of has a new idea. <laughs> and he's, not, um, he's very entrepreneurial. Very entrepreneurial. So um he got really inspired um, because he was doing web design and advertising at the time and just wanted to do something with his hands. And so he was like, you know, that might be kind of fun to do something. So he actually ended up just photoshopping some stripes on baseball bats thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I'll do this someday or whatever. So, um, well, he was watching the uh, game six of the World Series and they were at Fenway and they were about to win. I think it was game (laughs) six, game seven. Um, we had just had a baby, so I was really tired and I fell asleep. I said, please don't start any business. <laughs> right well, I'm asleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I did actually say that earlier, but, uh, <laughs> um, and so in the middle of like the seventh inning stretch, he's like, I'm just going to throw up a website. Like what can be the harm? So he throws up a website. He throws up an Instagram account really fast. And these are Photoshop bats. So they don't you know, so he, yes. And so he's like connecting with all these people on Instagram. Hey, I see you at Finway, like cool. You know, like all these online and they're like, Hey man, like love the bats. Like those are super cool. He's like, yeah, here's like a promo code, you know, for bats that don't exist. Um, (laughs) Um, And so I was like, okay, you know, I guess that's fine or whatever. Well, four days later, we saw our first bat and we're like, oh no, like we don't have any bats. Like, what are we going to do? So we don't have, we don't know how to paint bats. We don't know what kind of paint to use. We don't know about shipping. We know nothing. So we start researching and like people are starting to buy bats like all over the world. Like we were shipping them like the whole, we had orders from Hawaii and Australia and all this stuff. And so two weeks (laughs) goes by and, um, two weeks goes by and, um, all of a sudden we get an email from ESPN and they're like, Hey, we would love to feature your bats in the um, holiday gift guide. And we're like, Oh yes, we would love to have you feature our fake bats in the <laughs> holiday gift guide. So oh, we're like, oh. so, and by that point we had figured, we had like found some bats and started painting, but, um, and so we gone on now to be this, your whole family's business. So right? we're doing it. So we're both, Jeremy is still working. He's a creative director. Okay. Um, um, but he's also doing this pretty, it's a lot. It's a big so, deal. Yeah. And the name of the company is Mitchell Bat Company. And their website is MitchellBatCompany.com. And they're hand-painted custom baseball bats. And it is just the most creative, delightful thing. And it's just, it's so beautiful how you both have that joie de vie of you're just like we're going to live life and we're going to invent things and create things and we're not fearful we're not timid we're going to go for it and yeah. you know that's really homeschooling 
very often generates that kind of confidence and freedom and creativity. And I am just so thrilled to to have you on today. So we need to wrap this up, but um, I'd love you, Kathy, if you would just briefly to pray for our listeners that maybe are not so sure, like, is this going to work? Would you, would you pray for them? Yes. Oh, Heavenly Father. You know, each person that is listening, you know, their hearts, you know, their stories and you love them so much. And Lord, I just take, I I just ask that you would just take away the fear. Um, Just give them peace, give them direction, give them inspiration, Lord. You know the plans you have for them and you have good plans and you are good father and you are good God. And Lord, you will be, you will be with them and do not let them be afraid but really just ask them to show or show them where you want them to go. And just, we just thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and for all that you give us in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Yes. I love you so much, Carol. Thank you you so much for all that you've done, like all the inspiration through the years, because you really like you have played such a big part. in just my heart and just my education and just for my successes. And it's really sweet Mm -hmm. to be able to like go over the wins with you, you know, all these years. So (laughs) hallelujah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.